I that would be good, won't huh? Uh, it, thank you, thank you, brother, for, for inviting me and letting me be a part of this service tonight. It means a lot to me, and uh, I thank you for letting me come back. A couple, what, a year and a half or so, I preached here, and it's nice to be invited back where you've been before. That, that don't happen much with me, but I appreciate that, so thank you. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 3, if you're sitting by a deacon, would you help them find Philippians chapter 3? It's not in the Old Testament, Brother Jeff, it's in the New Testament. Paul writes and he writes to a church, and so, and so he writes. Philippians chapter 3, verse 2. Paul said, beware of the dogs. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you for this day and the blessings of this day. Thank you for your word that's true and, and alive. Thank you, Father, for your love for us so much that you died, uh, sent your son, your only begotten son, royalty, and shed his righteous blood for our sins. Father, thank you for the compassion that you have for us. Father, thank you for the strength in the, that you give us, Lord. Lord, and we only through you is there salvation. Only through the blood of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ can we be washed and be cleansed before you. Thank you for all you do. Lord, as we come now to this message, I pray that, Lord, our hearts would have understanding as the word falls upon it. Lord, thank you for your love and your grace. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, I was... A couple of weeks ago, I was over there at Brother Jeff's house, and I pulled up in my car, my truck. Jeff was eating under the front porch. His wife was out there working, and Brother Jeff was eating fried chicken. He had a plate full of them, them wings, and he was eating them. So he sucked the meat off of them thing, one and he was throwing the bones out in the front yard. I looked up, and there's two big old dogs coming through, like big, big, uh, Bulldogs, I guess, big old, two big old dogs. And behind them was a little bitty sawawa. Try them on. They get to smelling them bones where your brother Jeff is thrown out. And they looked out there, and I looked out there, and the two big dogs were getting with it over the chicken bones. They were fighting, buddy. And I looked, and the little chihuahua grabbed up the chicken bones and took off and got the bones from the big dogs. That's a picture of what's going on in our lives today in churches. Christians are fighting among themselves and the little dogs are getting our bones. Today, a couple, couple years ago, I was at the Baptist Hospital. I got this call. I had a message. A church member was going to have a, a, some tests done that morning and said she worked there so it would be Early, she don't be able to be the first one there, and so I said, "You don't have to come, brother, but I'm just letting you know. You know what that means, don't you?" So I drove all the way up there, got up there. I don't know really now, but it was uh, about six o'clock, I'm gonna say, in the morning. It was real early in the morning. Went into a little room, and there, her husband, her son, daughter-in-law, and she in a little bitty room. I mean, buddy, if I worked for the Baptist Hospital, I got a bigger room. It was just small. And, uh, and we waited, and I waited, and I waited. 
I went and ate at the cafeteria. Come back, she was still there. I went and bought a paper. And, and if you ever make the paper, make sure they put a picture so I recognize that you're in there. And I looked at the paper. I watched TV. I looked at the paper. I watched TV. I went and went across the road at that time to Kentucky Fried Chicken, had their buffet over there, ate at Kentucky Fried Chicken at the Baptist Hospital, come back. I was worn out. Bush was president, and me and Bush solved every problem that was on TV. Okay. It got later on that afternoon, and finally, finally, they come got her. Just a, she wasn't gone very few minutes, probably 30 minutes. They called and told her husband everything's okay. I said, I'm going to the house. I was exhausted. I was tired. Couldn't hardly hold my head. So I got into a Ford white truck. And you can ask my children. I do not play the radio very often. I do not. Anti-radio. Matter of fact, they tell me, Daddy, I'm in their truck. And they say, Daddy, this ain't your truck. That's my truck and my radio. I said, I don't care whose it is. We ain't playing it. I said, if you don't turn it off, I'm going to start jugging nerves off until it goes off. Okay. But this particular day, I was so tired and just wild. I was coming home on 55, and I was letting it run. I think in Brandon, where that Papa's house used to be, that Papa's uh, mobile home place was there on the, on the as you're coming toward Brookhaven, on, on, the, on the right. I drone, and I turned it on, and I was trying to find a station. And I heard this black man hollering, dogs in the church, dogs in the church. I come alive. Life come back into me. And I said, what did he say? There are dogs in the church. There's dogs in the church. Beware the dogs that are in the church. I went on down that road and that flat. And when I went down that flat coming back, and there's a bridge at the bottom, and I come back up, and on, over there at the next bridge, my radio station faded out. But I was, al I was alive. I got on the phone, and I called my wife, and I said, Rhonda, Rhonda. She was at work. I said, there's dogs in the church. She said, you better get them out before Mabel Gibson finds out they're in there. I said, I can't, baby. I can't. Can't get them out. I called all my preacher friends and I said, there's dogs in the church. There's dogs. You better get them out. I said, I can't get them out. I can't get them out. And I found out that there's dogs in the church. Paul's writing to a believer. He's writing to Christians. He's not writing to the lost world. He's not writing to an individual. He's writing to a group of believers. This is his this is his pride. He uses more about joy and rejoice in this letter than any other letter. He talks about this is pride and joy. You are, I rejoice over you. And then in the midst of this, in chapter 3, verse 2, he gives them some warnings. And one of the warnings is, watch out for those dogs. He uses the word, and the Greek means to beware. There's danger ahead. There's something fixing to happen. You be on the alert. Don't you go to sleep. Don't you relax. Be aware of something. Paul says there's dogs in the church. I found out there's about 10 dogs in the church. I want to, it's a whole lot more than that, but I want to share with you 10 dogs that are in the church. The most common dog or the one dog that I want to share with you first is a yard dog. He can be any breed, any size, any shape, 
He can be a, from a dome of pincher to a, a swallow. Don't make no difference. He's in the yard. All he does is that he goes from yard to yard stirring up your dogs. He don't get up in the dog pen with your dogs, but he'll prance right around them and get them barking and aggravate them. And then he'll, when you come, he'll take off and run. That's a yard dog. But let a yard dog get with some more yard dogs, you got problems. They'll, they'll, get, they'll, they'll come together and they'll jump on another dog and kill it. Pastor Union Hall Baptist Church, and when I was at Union Hall, a man behind us was Gene Allen, an older man, had an old, old house, and me and Mr. Gene were friends, and I talked to him all the time, and I went over there a couple of times, and he had a dog named Bobby. And I said, one day, I said, Mr. Gene, where's Bobby? I ain't seen Bobby in a little while. Where's Bobby? He said, them dogs from the trailer park come over and jumped on him and killed him, preacher. See, that's what happens. Dogs get together, and they'll come jump on your dog, and they'll tear him up. Don't you put your hands on no yard dog. Paul didn't say choke him. Paul didn't say shoot him. Paul didn't say anything. He said, you beware of that yard dog. Second kind of dog I want to tell you about tonight. Sooner. Hoo-hoo. Sooner. They like a yard dog, but they're a whole lot lazier. Brother, they sooner be for you and against you. They sooner come to church as not to come to church. They soon... They just assume to come to Sunday school. Read the Sunday school as, as not to. They soon to read the Bible as not to read the Bible. They sooner. They don't have no vision. They don't have no plans. They vote what everybody else votes for, and they want what everybody else. They just oh sooner. Watch out for them. Don't you put your hands on them. Third type of dogs is a hound dog. I like this one. Hound dog. Man. They, most of them are big dogs. Most of them could be big, could be little. Uh, they, they, they're known for their hunting, their, their mouth. They're all, you can recognize them. Be 500 dogs out there and you could hear your dog because you know that hound. He got nothing, they, they got, he has that mouth. They're always barking at something. Always. They're hounding somebody about something. They're always chasing something but never catching it. All they do is tell you where it's been. Oh, 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 and that's all they do. They're hounding the preacher about this. They're hounding the deacon about this. They're hounding the Sunday school teacher about this. They're hounding and they're hounding and they're barking and they're barking and they're barking. They ain't no catching, but they don't sure make a lot of noise. And they're hounding you. You want to shoot them, but you better not. You want to tell them to hush, but you better not. Because then they'll start hounding you. Don't you put your hands on no hound dog. Paul said, don't shoot them. Paul said, to be aware of them. Fourth kind of dog is a house dog. I'm, I'm aware of this. They well kept. That's right. They don't want nobody else, nobody else on their bed, drinking out of their water bowl, eating their food. They want another dog to come around their house. They're a house dog. My wife had, a, had another child that loved, and we'll talk about him in a few minutes. His name was Dozer. 
those that was a basset hound, those that love my wife. I've seen the times where we've been somewhere and a dog jump up on you and get some, some dog smell on you. We'll go home. Those that smell that dog, off to the bedroom he would go. He'd get in a corner of the bedroom and put his nose up in the corner because my master has been with another dog. Don't you go in the house and eat out of, don't let another dog come in there. My dog, those that would prance up in front of the glass door in the back to them dogs that were in the yard saying, hey, it's cold out there, but I'm warm in here. This is my house. Y'all out there, I'm in here. My grandma was a registered, registered house dog. Friendship Baptist Church, love her greatly, granny great. Go to friendship. You can ask about Granny Great. Went there all her life. But she, she was a house dog. She had a spot, ma'am, in her church. If Jesus came from heaven and come and sat in her pew, you know what he would don't have to do, Jeff? He would don't have to scoot it over because that's her spot. You hear me? You coming in my house, you ain't taking my spot. A house. Oh, I have to They pretty, they're nice, but don't you do it. I had a friend, and when I went to New Orleans Theological Baptist Cemetery, I mean seminary, I was down there, had a friend, and you know how preachers, they looking for a church, Jeff and so man, everything. And one of my friends, he got a, got, a, got a church across the river. And he said, man, they're paying me in cash. They don't want me to visit, can't visit nobody. All they want me to do is come up and preach and preach on Sunday morning. I don't know about Sunday night and Wednesday night. And they was paying $300 for that cash money. And he said, why y'all want that? He said, we don't want to grow. He said, we don't want nobody, new people coming in here. He said, we, we not. My buddy says, why don't you want to grow? They said, if you're a member of this church, you get a spot in the cemetery and said, we ain't want nobody, our cemetery's getting full, and we don't want nobody to come in here and join our church and die and take my spot. A house dog, brother. Wow. A house dog. Don't you put your hands on them. He'll bite. Oh, there's a poodle dog. Next dog is a poodle dog. Y'all know what poodle dogs are. There's two types of poodle dogs. Oh, there's that, there's that registered poodle dog. Man, they are so cute and they so nice and they walk like they're walking on bras. They pick their feet up. Their toenails are painted, got little ribbons in their hair, and they walk. They're never on time. They're always late and they come walking down. And they don't sit in the back. They sit in the front where everybody will see them prancing and prancing. They want to be showed. Then there's the second kind of poodle, yeah? It's a toy poodle. Toy poodle. As long as you throw them a toy, they'll come back and forth, back and forth. But the moment you don't throw them a toy, they get mad at you because you quit playing with them. Jesus talked about the toy poodles in the book of Matthew, I think, when he said, they said about John the Baptist. He said, they're they doing all that stuff in Matthew chapter 11. He says, y'all, you know, the children are, are, you know, 
And if they ain't not dancing, they not singing, they not mourning. We done this and y'all are not doing it. You know what? It comes a time when a poodle dog grows up. But a poodle dog don't grow up. They grow old. And they still are toy poodles. Don't you put your hands on them. Watch them. Next kind of dog is a bird dog. Ooh, a bird dog. Two types of bird dogs. There's a, there's a pointer. Pointer. They recognize, they don't bark much. They're not known for killing. They're not known for running. All they want to do is point. You see? They point. They communicate by pointing. They point out. You remember Judas in the Bible? Y'all remember Judas? Registered bird dog, pointer. He said, I'm going to show you who he is. I'm going to kiss him. That'll be a, I'm going to point to him with a kiss. I'm going to point him out. Oh, yeah. All they do is go around and point, preacher. Preacher, you see him? You see her? Preacher, you see, mm-hmm? You see what they, mm-hmm? Then they point at you and point at you and point. All they do is point. Oh, man. man. Second kind of boy, bird dog is a, is a setter. They want to set on things. God's moving, and <coughs> we better slow down now, preacher. Let's think about this thing. Let's pray. That's spiritual. Let's, 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 let's pray about it. Let's spend, spend some time praying about it. Now, who can argue about that? Well, they set on things. They set on things. They set I pastored Union Hall Baptist Church, I think, about 16, 17 years, and in the minutes of Union Hall Baptist Church, they voted to put gas heat in Union Hall Baptist Church. Twelve years later, in the minutes of Union Hall Baptist Church, it, it, they, they installed the gas heaters. They set. But, buddy, in the wintertime, they must have set cold. They didn't want that. Preacher, let's think about it for a while. All they do is go around sitting on things. Wait, wait. I think we'll think about that. Bring it back up next business meeting. I think we'll think about it. Let's pray about it. Let's see about it. Let's, let's, let's see what happens in the future. And all they do is sit on things. Don't you put your hands on them. Seventh kind of dog is a coon dog. Whew. They easy to recognize. They big. They, they, they got the all, all wore out. They come to church. Sit down, you know who they are because they're the first ones to fall asleep. They've been out all night chasing something. They never treat it, but they chase it. One time I was preaching. The man beside my wife down on the pew fell asleep. I told my wife, I said, baby, wake that coon dog up over there. She said, I didn't put him to sleep. I ain't waking him up. Don't you mess with a coon dog. Leave him alone. Oh, now. Next kind of dog is a bloodhound. Woo-wee. They tough. Big dogs. Bloodhounds. They known for one thing. Their nose. Their nose. They can sniff out anything and anywhere. They'll get them and take them everywhere to find out what it is and who they are. Do we have anybody named Susie Q in here? Susie Q comes to church. 
Somebody sitting with Susie Q. And I don't know if you're Susie Q. This is an illustration. So if your name is Susie Q, I, I don't know nothing about it. Susie Q sitting with somebody. John says, who's that beside Susie Q? The, the bloodhound says, give me 15 minutes, I'll call you. They find out more stuff than you can ever imagine. They always, always sniff stuff out. If you want to know what's going on in the community, you call the bloodhound. You want to know what's going on in somebody's marriage, you call the bloodhound. They know for their nose because they sniff it out. They got that ability. And they think it's a spiritual gift to find out things about other people. Don't you mess with a bloodhound. Watch them. Don't put your hands on them. Jeff, you want to choke them? You want to kick them? You want to put a shock collar on them? But don't. Just beware of them. Watch those bloodhounds. The night kind of dog is an alley dog. They be any color, any shape, any size. They're known for this. They go through your garbage can. You put your trash out. While you're sitting there snoring, thinking everything's all right, you know what they're doing? They got their mouth and their nose in your trash can. And in the middle of the night, they stroll it all over the yard. And when people go to work the next day, they see all the garbage that you've thrown away. They see all the old sins in your life that you've forsaken. All the old things that used to be in your life. You didn't want, you don't want, you repented of them. They gone. God can't even remember them because he puts them in the sea of forgiveness and remember gets them no more. But this, this old, old alley dog comes by and he strolls all your old sins everywhere. And they start rumors. And all he wants to do is keep his head in a garbage can. All he wants to do is the things in your life you've thrown away. He wants to go through them. And that's an alley dog. Oh, Brother Jeff, they dangerous. But I want to tell you something, Brother. Don't you keep them. Watch them. You can pick them out. All they want to do is talk about trash in somebody else's life. The tenth and final dog is the dog that's most dangerous. Out of all the dogs, ten dogs or nine dogs I talked about, this dog is the most dangerous. Their dog we call a rabbit dog. Not the rabbit dog of an animal, but a rabies dog. They got rabies. Something has bitten them and poisoned them. And Jeff, their whole mind is they become mad. And all they want to do is to infect that madness into you. They want to make you mad as they are. They, are. they go around and they're mad, and they they mad at the preacher, and they're mad at the deacons, they're mad at the Sunday school teacher, they're mad at the doctor, they're mad, they mad at everybody. They're even mad at God sometimes. And all they want to do, all they want to do is make you as mad as they are. Let me show you how I feel. Let me give you a little bit of this madness. 
Their life is like a hot cup of coffee. And if you bump it, you know what happens? It'll spill on you and they'll burn you. They'll burn you. Y'all know mad doctors? They mad at everybody. It's everybody else's fault. It's the preacher's fault. It's the it's school teacher's fault. It's, it's the daddy's fault. It's the mama's fault. It's everybody. And they mad. And they mad. And they're mad. And they want to spread their madness. They can't stand it when you are happy. They can't stand it when you are rejoicing. They can't stand it. All they want is for you to be mad. You don't believe they're in churches today? You don't believe it? They are. I want to tell you something. Preachers have put their hands on a mad dog. And they got bitten, Jeff. And they become mad. Preachers have put their hands on an, on an alley dog. And they got bitten. They're on a, on a hound dog. They've bitten them. And you cannot touch them. You have to watch them. I want to share something with you. Don't you mess with them. You watch them. I want to share with you something in closing about a dog. Why did Paul say watch the dogs? For 15, 13, 14 years, my wife had a dog named Dozer. His real name was Bulldozer. Bulldozer dude. Bulldozer dog. This ain't no joke. This is true. I don't know. He buried behind our pool down there by the house. Anyway, Dozer, if, if, if I believe in, in, what's that word, incoordinating, I want to come back as Dozer. I don't believe in it. But if I did, I want to be Dozer. Dozer had it made. Dozer had three beds he slept on. He had a king-size bed he slept on. He had a baby bed he slept on. And he had a, I uh, one of those what the acapella dog beds that for his back. He could sleep anywhere, any any way, at any time in his life. He got the best. One day I walked into the house and there was a roast. Those who were sick, there was a roast in the air. Man. I said, Boy, Rhonda, we don't have roast and rice and gravy tonight. She said, it ain't for you. It's for those. Listen, when my wife come home from work and walk through the door, Dozer got excited. He didn't jump up and say, hey, I'm glad you're home. But when my wife came in, he jumped up. He run and he cared. My wife sits down. That big bastard down will jump up in his lap. And, 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 and just hold him. She'll hold him. They'll, they'll watch TV and that big old thing will be watching sitting in the, in the lap with him. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Watch that dog. Why do you need to watch a dog? Because I want to tell you. Dozer loved his master more than you love yours. How many times you cried because you wanted just to hug Jesus. How many times you just wanted to get along with you 
and Jesus. Huh? I mean, I want my heart to touch his heart. And I'm not talking about an emotion or experience. I'm talking about a fact. I'm talking about a real communion together with him. That when the whole world stops, I don't care. As long as I'm fellowshipping with my master, the whole world is stopped. I'm fellowshipping with my master. Listen to me, folks. My wife don't have a picture of me. But she's got a picture of Dozer in her Bible. Now, Brother Jeff, you need to talk to her about that. Huh? Huh? Let me tell you something. How much do you love your Lord Jesus Christ? How bad do you want to be with him and to obey him and to, and to make him the happiest and to, and to serve him with gladness? And that your whole life revolves around your master. It's about these other things. It's about him. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. You might have thought it was cute about the dogs, but Paul said, you better beware of a dog. Because he'll love his master more than you'll love yours. Oh, Brother Jeff, that's a lot of love. When I was going to school, that was back before all y'all were born, we had school buses, but, you know, it was long ago. A friend of mine's grandmother died, and she had a dog. And you know what that dog done, Jeff? Went to her grandmother's grave and laid there. You know what the dog did? Grieved itself to death. Because that dog loved his master. some grieving in Listen, folks. How much do you love the Lord Jesus Christ? Is it just an emotion or is it just a few words to say that we say all the time? Or is it real? Today, Brother Jeff, salvation in Jesus Christ is about loving my master. Falling in love with him. No matter what else happens, I'm in love relationship with him. I love him. I serve him. I want to be with him. I want to obey him. And I want to hear him say, Well done, thou good and thou faithful servant. Wow. I want to tell you something. Don't you let a dog have more love than you, for, your, for his master than you do for yours. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, I thank you for all you, you do for us, your grace, your mercy. And Lord, I thank you, for, Lord, for your love for us. God, you loved us so much, you bankrupt heaven. You gave the pearl of heaven for us. You love us so much that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the rugged cross, shed royal blood for our sins. God, thank you for that. God, you loved us so much that you want to spend eternity with us. So, Lord, help us to love you. Help us to want to be with you, to fellowship with you, to commune with you, to know you. God, help us, each and every one, to live a life that pleases you. Father, have your way this time. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Would you stand?